Hello, this is Pastor Rebecca Bateman of Doylestown Presbyterian Church. As our podcast audience continues to grow, I want to thank our loyal listeners and welcome those who may have just recently found us. We know that life can quickly become so busy, so this podcast offers an on-the-go opportunity to hear Sunday's sermon, along with a scripture lesson from that day's lay leader or preacher. We also encourage you to visit our website at dtownpc.org to learn more about our church and all the diverse ministries. Thank you for tuning in. Our lesson this morning comes from the Gospel according to Mark, the 12th chapter, verses 41 through 44. It's the well-known story of the widow and her two mites. I can't remember the last time I was at Wawa and they gave me change that included a mite. Now, most of us don't even know the value of a mite, but in today's economy, it would be one-eighth of a penny. That would be a mite. Now, in the story, you will see there are some scribes and Pharisees along with the widow. Now, the scribes and Pharisees always were sticklers for the law. Well, the temple had some laws. And if you were a scribe or a Pharisee or well-off, they actually told you what you needed to put in the collection plate. If you were poor or an orphan or a widow, you were excluded from giving anything. It wasn't your responsibility and no one expected you to give even a mite. But here in the story, she appears. Listen afresh as Mark tells it. Jesus sat opposite the treasury and he watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all that she had to live on. And this is the word of the Lord. Pray with me. Gracious God, as we turn once again to your story, help us to find our place that it will be our story. As always, we ask that you quiet in us every voice but your own. Amen. Some years ago, during the stewardship season in the church I served for many years in Charlotte, North Carolina, I told the story of how one morning the church receptionist received a phone call from the member. And the member said, is the big hog in yet? She said, pardon me? And he said, is the big hog in yet? 
She said, if you're referring to Reverend Wilson, he's called by God. He's a man of the cloth. We should show more respect. The man said, I, I, I'm sorry. I was just calling because I want to bring over my pledge for $50,000. She said, hold on, the big pig just rolled in. <laughs> now, it got a laugh then, and it's still getting a laugh. But I don't know why, but just off the cuff, I said, you know, there are some of you here this morning who could write a check for $50,000 and put it in the offering plate. Truth is, you, you really wouldn't miss it that much. And we certainly could use it. The next morning when I arrived at my office, the church treasurer was waiting for me. He said, Tom, you have to see this. Look at this check. It was in the offering plate yesterday for $50,000. Do you think it's real? <laughs> I said, well... I know the family, and they'll be good for every single penny. He said, well, I'm going off to the bank. I want to get this deposit as fast as I can. And then he turned and looked at me, and he said, you should have asked for 100000 <laughs> And the Bible says one day a widow slipped into the temple at Jerusalem. There are a lot of other people there. There are a lot of clanking and clanging of coins as the rich poured their coins into a horn that they used to collect the offering. There was a lot of, look at me, look how good I am. And then she slips over to the offering and quietly reaches in her purse and pulls out two little mites and she puts them in the plate. Jesus was there watching. He said to his disciples, look at her. Keep your eye on her. She'll show you what it's like to be a child of God. Stay close to her, because she will teach you the true meaning of what it is to have a grateful heart. Watch her, because she knows how to give. She knows how to give. And so, it's quite amazing, we're here thousands and thousands of years later, and we still go back to her story. No one even knows her name, but we know what she did, and we know that Jesus saw what she did, and it made him happy. You know, the longer you sort of linger around this place, you discover how much you love this place. Your, your ministry is like one big kaleidoscope, all kinds of things happening at once. Just think of all the good that has happened within these walls out into the world. You know, 
About 219 years ago, some folks got together and said, let's start a church and let's call it Doylestown Presbyterian. And they did. And over the course of that time, they threw their heart and soul into this congregation. And so are you. Because I've seen you throw your heart and your soul into the ministries of this church. And I certainly applaud you. It also makes me wonder if sometime down the road that those who will come after us will look at us and will have found us faithful in our time. This is your time. This is the time. God does so many wonderful things, always calling us beyond where we are to become more of what we can be. He did that with the widow with two mites, and he also did it with Hattie Mae. I don't know if you know anything about Hattie Mae, but in 1885, a small family of three moved to Philadelphia. There was a mother and a father and a little eight-year-old girl named Hattie Mae. Well, on the first Sunday they were there, Hattie Mae got all dressed up because she wanted to go to the church that was right around the corner. It was a tiny Baptist church, and it needed some work. I mean, it just looked terrible. Well, when she got there, it was packed. They didn't even have enough chairs for all the people who came. Being only eight years old, she, she really couldn't fight her way through the crowd. So all dressed up. She went out on the front steps and she started to cry. Then along came this very tall, distinguishing looking man, Russell Conwell, who just happened to be the preacher of that little Baptist church. And he asked her why she was crying. And so she poured out her story. He said, well, come on, hold my hand. You just come with me. And he took her into the sanctuary and put her right beside himself. Well, Hattie May was so excited and touched. She ran home. And when she got home, she told her parents about how wonderful a church it was that little Baptist church. And she said, but they need a bigger church to get everybody in. I couldn't get in. 
I wonder if there are other people who couldn't get in. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start saving, and I want to help them build a bigger church. So, penny after penny, doing some chores around the house. She put all those pennies in a little pouch, and she kept that pouch under her pillow. Well, Dr. Conwell got a call that Maddie Haiti was sick, and so he went to visit her. And he sat by her bed, and they talked and laughed and prayed. In fact, he went every day to pray with her. And then, sadly, she died. After the funeral, her parents took that pouch and they gave it to Dr. Conwell. And he opened it up and inside were 57 pennies. 57 pennies. They shared with him she wanted the church to be big enough so everyone could come. He was moved to tears. The next day he called the board of trustees and he put that little pouch on the table and opened it up and put out all of the pennies, 57 pennies. And he told him the story of Hattie Mae. They all said, we, we need to get started right now. And so they told Dr. Conwell to, to go down the street on Broad Street. There was a piece of land and see if somehow they might be able to purchase it. It was going to be really expensive, but it was worth a try. And so he went and he saw the owner of the, of the property. And he explained to him the story of the 57 pennies. He said, this is, this is all we have, 57 pennies right now. He said, that's okay. I'll just take it as the down payment. Well, before you knew it, there was a new church, the Temple Baptist Church on Broad Street. It could seat over 3,000. And out of that congregation with the leadership of Dr. and all those with him, Dr. Conwell moved forward. Not only did they build the church, but they started what we know now as Temple University, Gordon Conwell Seminary, and two hospitals. All because a little girl with 57 pennies gave it all from her heart to the glory of God. 
Friends, this beyond initiative, at the heart of it, is Jesus Christ. Christ is at the heart of this initiative. It's not about raising funds. It's about raising faith. It's not about building a budget. It's about building the kingdom of God. It's not about making a pledge. It's about keeping our promise to God. To love God and our neighbor as ourselves. It takes a church with a big heart to do all the things that you have done and that you are doing. So God bless you. God bless every single one of you. And as we like to say down south, bless your heart. Amen and amen. Thank you again for joining us today. Once again, I invite you to check out dtownpc.org for information about our worship and programming for all ages.